This is Wolfish on Web3. Your guide through the new world of blockchain, crypto, DeFi, NFTs, and knowing yourself as your greatest asset. Now that's Wolfish. With your hosts, Dwayne Moffat and Jake Anderson. All right, we are back for another one, another episode here on Wolfish on Web3. Dwayne, what's happening? Yeah, this is, uh, I like this one, this building in the bear market, because it's exactly what we're doing right now, right? Like, um, we have a Twitter space coming up with Malik's World, and that's going to be awesome to dive in and, and get a little more in-depth in how he's building, because he's been a big part of it. And so, yeah, we got a lot of points to touch on. Where do you want to start, Jake? Well, I think I think just defining like what it actually means to build in a bear market might be a good place to start, because... You know, when and a lot of people have this sentiment when they first get into the crypto NFT space, where the what is seen as participation or what is accepted as participation in the space is to essentially trade NFTs, buy, hold, sell. Um, it's just all money driven, right? And and we were that we were like that. I mean, when we first got into space, it was very much so. Oh, look, we're making money. We're yield farming. We're we're doing all these things that um it's not really building you're just kind of moving funds around and moving crypto around and and so what it really like when i think of building in a bear market i look at this uh, in the context of how can you show up to be useful to the space of web3 because there's a lot of project owners um media brands like like we're building a media brand you got hardfort gaming you know they're another media brand there's just different people that are building in the space. So how can you kind of, how can you integrate yourself into that building process as well um, through, a, through the, through this, from the standpoint of participating, but also I do understand there's like the investment side of it too. So kind of looking at it and this is something we talked about before we hit record. It's like thinking about this from two different lenses. One, the lens of how can you um, build in terms of like with the community and with the project itself and bring value. And then also how can you build through the process of kind of positioning yourself on the board in terms of asset accumulation and the financial side. So is that, how do you see it? Does that seem in line? Yeah. Like I think if we start off um, talk, like let's be wolfish here. Like let's break down what we've seen from the projects that continue to build in this bear market. Like um, we've seen a few go into crypto winter mode where right. they had a project going and it was looking good. And then all of a sudden the bear market hits and they go into crypto winter, which, right. you know, and then they've just disappeared. And will they be able to recover when the bull market comes around? I'm not too sure. And we've also seen lots of good projects you know, continue to build or start to build harder in this bear market. And that's, that's the wolfish part. So mm. let's dive into that and, you know, talk about what makes uh, a project build in the bear market and stand out. So that's a really important point because the bear market helps create distinction between what is a good project and what is, or what is a project that has promising value versus one that isn't very stable 
or um, not so pro- not so much of a promising value, right? Because yeah, it was, when it's tough, it was built on it was built on yeah. hype and community hype and yeah. when's this and when marketing and and so you know that isn't sustainable in the long run. But what is is sustainable in the long run? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in in adversity, and this is something I wrote down when we were having our planning conversation about this particular episode. The times of adversity is going to be the true measurement of leadership, right? So whenever you see, like when times are good, everything looks good. And that's what I mean by that distinction. It's hard to really distinguish between what is solid promising value and what's not. So when you, when, when I'm looking at a team or a community and we go into this crypto winter mode and they're still showing up and they're building and they're navigating and they're finding the best path forward, they're figuring out a way to make it work. That is a testament to that, to the strength of that community and something that, you know, we'll give Wolfden a shout because they have been the epitome of that. Like yes. when, when it, when, when, when the crypto winter hit, you know, they didn't hide in their home. They put their coats on and their boots and they went out and kept building, even though it was cold and snowy and, 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 you know, filled with a lot of extreme conditions, you know, the market has extreme conditions and, you know, when you see teams doing that, there's a testament to that same with the community. When you see community members still showing up, it means that they're not there for the pamp or the pump. Yeah. Like they're there because of what it represents and the fundamentals of the project and, and how this is serving the space and how, and how this is providing value. Yeah, 100%. Um, and like you said, when, when the team shows up and continues to build, but doesn't build off like just hyping the community all the way through this bear market, but mm-hmm. shows up and builds like solid fundamentals and, and digs in deeper. That's, that's what you want to see. And that's what, that's what keeps the community around and more in, and more engaged, you know? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if it's, it, you really see the cream rise to the top yeah. <laughs> during the bear market. Um, and so something now, and we talked about that, you know, like when they build in a bear market and you see, um, teams doing that and, and even community members and, and everything, the people that are showing up just stand out so much more because it does get very quiet (laughs) in a bear market, you know, like people just kind of drift off like Homer Simpson back into the bush, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) that meme. And, and when you continue to show up. You stand out in in the community, um, you know, projects stand out. That's that's very cool. I think it's a good segue into another point that we really need to touch on when it comes to building in a bear market is when you have people kind of retreating back to wherever they retreat to. And that definitely not in the community because it's, uh, you know, it's a bear market and I don't know, I guess they're bored and they don't feel any reason to be there. I guess all the dopamine just goes away. They can't get their day. They got to find somewhere else to get their dopamine. But um, for those who do show up, that is a real opportunity for people that show up and show support, right? Because the project owners, especially the ones that are building and, and actually doing amazing things, you're going to stand out to those people, especially if you're showing up being useful. I mean, it's it, the, the opportunities are endless. Yeah, definitely. We're a testament to that, right? Like we continue to um, show up, try and be useful. And then we launch a podcast in the bear market. We've seen NFTs launch. 
you know, with the market not being so great and and truly succeed, we've we've seen a lot of projects show up when the when the environment and conditions aren't optimal and and succeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, And as a as a community member, you know, one of the things I think you I guess a piece of advice to 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 provide for somebody who is in a community and like, you know, I'm really still interested in this. Look for ways to to help. Um, I think it's important to to really take some time and kind of reflect on your skills and talents and be like, you know what, maybe there's something here that I can provide value where I can provide value. And Dwayne and I actually did that with the Wolfden as we were, you know, we saw an opportunity. It was like, you know what? It would really be great to kind of move some of this content into a, a podcast format. And, you know, we just were like, let's help them do that. So let's just create it. And and we created it and 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 it's, you know, created some some bonds and, and it's helped strengthen our network. We're, you know, closer with the team now. Um, you know, now we're working on you know, there's a tournament, gaming tournament we're we're helping launch with them. And and it just it's that allegiance capital that um, something Nick Peterson talks about a lot is allegiance capital. You know, when people see that you're a person of action and you're somebody who's reliable, that can take, especially if it's with the right people. And what I mean by the right people, I mean, people who actually are also builders themselves, you know, you get builders and you connect them with other builders. You, it's, it can, you can really create some amazing things and a lot of doors will open for you. So it's, I don't, you know, don't have an agenda. Just be like, I just want to show up. I want to serve and I want to help these communities grow and get comfortable with the fact that, you know, I don't really know where this could go, but I know that if I show up useful, good things will happen in some way, shape or form. So this is an opportunity right now for you to be able to kind of seize that and, and grow. So I just wanted to kind of get on the pulpit for a second. (laughs) Well, clear. Well, yeah, but you know, reference back to us, Jake, like how much have we grown in this bear market? Like Mm. you were talking about how the bear market adds maturity and you always hear these crazy stories about um, people that have been in Bitcoin, you know, since 2013 and 2011 and have been through a couple cycles and they, they talk about it, you know, how it was so good and then it just you enter a bear market and then you never know how long it's going to be whether whether it's going to be like three years or whatever but it's hard to maintain that conviction and that um you know to keep showing up through that three years of whatever of the bear market and this is our first time going through this and even in the last few months we've seen our maturity in the space just grow exponentially because of it, right? Like when it was in full bull market and everything was um, euphoria and going green and any project that launched had a good chance of succeeding. And, and that, that is so easy to play in that space because it, because everybody's winning. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden everything kind of slows down and stops and, And it really makes you look in at yourself and what you're doing in the space and how you want to proceed. Yeah, I got very lazy in the bull market. (laughs) (laughs) I was like retired in my head. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm just going to wake up every day and kind of look at the chart and pull up 10.network and see where my my net worth is. And and, uh, and it 
and now like that all that's kind of shifted around it really challenges your beliefs and your conviction and what it is that you've actually invested into and we talked about in our capstone like what is your macro belief it's easy to call something your macro belief when everything's going up and into the right and everything's green but when you see everything kind of turn back around and everything start going red that is a that is a true true uh test of whether or not that is actually truly your macro belief and and it and it does it kind of humbles you back down and you know i've been far more productive we both have been because we've been on this journey together since the bear market and I almost look at it, even though it's, it's not fun to watch your the value of your assets go down like that, it's also at the same time a blessing because it brings a side out of you and, and, and it matures you to a level where it's going to make you a stronger person that's going to take you way, way further down the road in life than you know a quick pump on a coin ever will. Yeah, totally. Um, one of the things that I want to also, you know, really kind of think about here or like touch on, because this is something that also plays into the maturity is this whole concept of frequency of exposure. This has actually been a topic that's been coming up quite a bit. And um, the whole concept of it is the more like you expose yourself to data, right? It's like people will expose themselves to data. And the, the most common concept of this is to watch a chart. So you'll you look at a chart and especially if it's going up, it's going up, it's going up, it's going up. You see, oh, went up 10,000 today, went up 3,000 today. And, you know, it's going up, it's going up. And every day you're just looking at that data, but you're not looking at the data for the purpose of informing behavior. You're looking at it because you want dopamine. You want to feel good. You want to be excited. And then it puts you in a state of euphoria, like you had mentioned before. And then when the inevitable valley comes after the peak, what happens is that you accumulate this emotional deficit. So the, the, the idea or one of the, I guess the sayings is a, was it a loss feels worse than the equivalent than what the equivalent gain feels good so if you make a thousand dollars or if your value goes up a thousand dollars and then it comes down a thousand dollars you're actually you actually even though you've broken even and you haven't really lost any money you ha you are at an emotional deficit because that thousand dollar loss felt worse than the thousand dollar gain so that is something that I have seen a huge shift um, in both of us as far as frequency of exposure. We're not watching the charts all the time. We're we're just head first into fundamentals and building. And we know what our macro beliefs are. Uh, if we need to look at the price of something, we understand that it's it's for the purpose of informing some kind of behavior. Um, you know, I know there's like processes of kind of collecting data to create a rolling average for the, also the purpose of informing behavior. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a good point to kind of touch on as a way to kind of expand on this maturity that we've been able to accomplish through this experience of moving from bull run into bear run and why we're still wolfish where we're at today, because yeah. we've seen it both now on a pretty extreme level. Too, yeah, for, for that sure. matter. There, there was that one quote that came out, um, 
that Nick touched on, and I'm I'm going to mess this up a little bit, but it was the dopamine without effort will ruin a person or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it's easy to get dopamine in a in a bull run <laughs> mm. without effort. Just pull up your chart, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, one other thing too, and this is another note that you know to touch on about the bear market is, uh, you know, speaking on the in the context of like the investor, and you know, we're, we're we think about like, okay, well. Crypto is very volatile, right? You'll see it swing up 5,000% down 90%. I mean, or, you know, 5,000 is pretty extreme. That's when you see in those moonshots, but you know, it'll be, you know, it's typical to see a day where a coin goes up 50% in value and then a day where it comes down 80%. And, um, you know, when you're in a project and you start seeing a lot of volatility, the bear market will, will reveal the true floor of that of that project right so the floor is the bottom of like kind of where the like the bottom of the price is kind of kind of hit yeah where it stabilizes yeah where it stabilizes exactly and that's valuable right that's valuable to know especially if you're invested in something and it kind of gives you some insight into um you know where how stable is this really you know given where we're at today um so you got any yeah, thoughts 100%. around that? Like how strong is the community? How strong is the team? Um, yeah, that it definitely, definitely highlights that in the, in the bear market. Mm, that's a good point. Actually, the community too, there's, there's actually a true floor of the community. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Cause you'll see like, you know, you know how we've been into some of these communities and you know, when it was like, everything was good and there was a lot of activity and then all of a sudden you know, goes to bear market. And then you're kind of left with like the people who truly have conviction. It's like, that's the floor. It's like these, these 20 people or 50 people or however many, any, it's like before there might've been a hundred, but now we've got like 20 that are still here. That's the floor of the community. Those are the people who are truly supporting, you know, what this project is all about. And yeah. And how it's, it's, built. it's interesting to think of investing like, we're highly involved in communities and, you know, take participation and everything, but there's the investors out there that, you know, have never been on discord or telegram, but are still invested and support the project from, but kind of behind the scenes of the socials right. and all that stuff. And, and knowing, knowing that and seeing they, them hold the floor as well you know that there's something behind the scenes that they've either researched or or seen or invested in that is giving them a reason to continue to hold more than the community right so community mm-hmm. is a huge piece in crypto but i like as i just want to reinforce the fact of like you can do your own research and on a token or a project that you want to invest in and come to a conclusion how how good it is and how stable it is invest in it and and not be involved in the community and base your decisions off that like mm-hmm. that's where you kind of dive in and and invest in the team and the project more than just the community unfortunately we've seen in crypto that communities can make and break a project sometimes <laughs> which oh is which is yeah. unfortunate and like but we've seen that you know if a community goes toxic or starts to fud we've seen projects just like go to dust because of it 
Yeah. And, and there's one project specifically that comes to mind. I won't mention their name just because I want to protect, you know, you know, be respectful here, but, um, the, the community, like when, when they showed up, it was, it was in the bear market and, um, it pumped right after launch and there was a ton of money that was made. And then it just completely like collapsed. And the entire time, the, the project team was the way that they showed up for their community was that they were saying th- they were basically looking out the window the entire time. They were blaming it on the market. Well, Bitcoin's coming down and that's why we can't keep our price stable. Um, the community, y'all got to stop funding. This is your fault. They, you could just tell that through this telegram chat that all you could see is just them pointing fingers everywhere around them. And eventually, like, I think the project's dead. I haven't checked up on it um, for a long time, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's not alive anymore. But once I started to see that response from the team, that's when I started to lose conviction. Because when it comes to, like, betting on teams, I'm going to bet on a team that's willing to, when things start getting rough and the water start getting rough, that they're going to hold themselves accountable first and figure out a path forward to, to make it work. And especially I think one of the worst things you can do as a project team is, is to blame your community <laughs> for the problems. You know, you can control the tempo. Um, I mean, even there's things the you can put in place. Can, even though the community can be a pain in the ass sometimes. <laughs> they, they can, I mean, they, they can, but, but it's, um, but it's the culture you created, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the culture you created. If, if if a project team member comes up and and starts blaming everything around them that the the project's not stabilizing, well, the community's probably going to do the same thing. They're probably going to start blaming everything, everybody but themselves for the bad investment that they made. Yeah. And you're going to attract that kind of person. So, you know, I, uh, your vibe. Yeah. Go ahead. I can't. I can't wait till we have an episode talking about windows and mirrors. <laughs> that is a that is a huge you know, concept that we've learned over this last little while. And, and I can't wait to dive into that one. Mm, yeah. That's, that's a big one. That's yeah. a needs a total I, I other can, episode. <laughs> windows and mirrors. There's actually, I, I really love the metaphor behind it too, with the fireplace. And anyway, I won't go deep into it. We'll, we'll make that a conversation for another time, but leave that as an open loop people, windows and mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, listen, I think, you know, we touched on a few things talking about building in a bear market. I mean, there's so many ways that you can build. Um, I know some topics that Dwayne and I are really going to be bringing to this podcast um, moving forward is uh, talking also about opportunities in Web3. In fact, our Twitter space today is titled uh, Opportunities of Web3, which is you can create a whole podcast just on that. Right. Oh, there's sure. so many things. So. Um, you know, this concept of building, how you can be a producer, how you can be useful, um, and show up in a way that's valuable to others is, is really important. That's, that's very, we see that as something very wolfish, right? That's going to help you win regardless of what the market conditions are. It's, it's, uh, it's orienting yourself closer to the things that you want because you're building for the things that you want and for your future. So, uh, this won't be uh, the end of this conversation, but we do. Um, I don't think, you know, for today's episode, I think we pretty much covered our basis on the points. Unless, Dwayne, I, I don't know if I've missed anything or you think we've, we've touched no, on I, it all. I think that's good enough for today. Um, just want to give a call out like the Twitter space will be recorded. So if you guys are hearing this, you know, anytime after that, just go back to Twitter. Make sure you hit a follow on the Wolfish on Web3. And, um, you know, there's Malik as our co-host. Go check him out. He's always putting out great content. 
Um, I also want to, you know, remind everybody to go check out Jake's awesome medium articles that he's putting out. He's uh, putting a lot of effort into those and they're turning out just awesome, Jake, like great job. So yeah, I think we can wrap this up. I appreciate it. Yeah. Go check out the medium. Oh, one last thing. Uh, we are, I think I haven't checked this morning, but I think we got like eight more Apple podcast reviews before we hit 23. And once we hit 23, we will be giving away a wolf pup and a tea. So, um, it's pin tweet on the Wolfish on Web3 Twitter. You'll find there's a little medium article. It's really simple. Just go and, um, give us a review, honest review on Apple podcast and then just screenshot that and post it and tag us on Twitter and, That'll get you entered into our raffle for the giveaway. So I uh, just want to send a reminder out for that. For those that have reviewed, thank you so much. I've read every single uh, review. It's uh, all the feedback has been just overwhelmingly um, amazing. And we couldn't be more grateful for the community and the people. So thank you so much. And uh, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up and we will see you guys on the next episode. You've been listening to Wolfish on Web3. We hope you enjoyed the show. For real-time updates and news on crypto, NFTs, and mission-driven projects making waves in the Web3 space, follow us on Twitter at Wolfish on Web3. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. And always remember to stay wolfish.